0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Think Life podcast. My name is Hassan Hadi, and I am joined by my good old friend,
1: Ahmed Badri. And by um, no. old, I, I'm not old Buddhist, not as
0: an age. No, no, no we've been good friends for a while now. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so um,
0: this is a podcast where we're going to be talking about a lot of different deep topics. It's not something simple. So if you're thinking for something simple, click away. <laughs> um, Now, this has been a long time in the making, about two years, I would say, two or three years. Uh, But we never got the time to actually sit down and start doing it. And uh, this lockdown gave us the golden opportunity to actually go ahead with our plans and start doing stuff. But simply first, we're starting with this podcast Mm -hmm. uh, where we're just two friends casually talking about different topics agreeing to agree and agreeing to disagree, agreeing on a lot of points, disagreeing on a lot of points, throwing out different opinions. Um, This is a good space for having a, like just sharing ideas, uh, a nice safe space where we can just explore different worldviews and ideas and stuff. Um, And at the same time, keeping it in a very respective manner. So if you guys do enjoy these kind of conversations um, about deep stuff, like for example, today's topic, God, why God matters. Then make sure you follow and subscribe on all our platforms, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Pop- Podcast, or even if it's just on this YouTube channel, where we're actually going to be uploading in like the fastest and first. This is the first platform where we're going to upload our episodes. So make sure you subscribe on uh, to our YouTube page and be one of the first people to listen to the podcast when they drop. No, Ahmed,
1: Yeah. why does God matter? Um, I just want to say before that uh, The original idea for this channel Was to uh, make a blockbuster movie Inspired by the Avengers uh-huh, Yeah, they, yeah Where they're fighting <laughs> for their spirituality But uh, unfortunately we couldn't get the budget for it So here we are with the podcast <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean it wasn't just a problem about the budget But also our most of our friends They weren't really into into trying of acting or whatever yeah. You know so we had a lot of complications but um we decided
1: we could have made a lot of money but
0: (laughs) yeah we could have made a lot of money um but so at least we are able to have this safe space where we are able to share ideas and um i think it's a very very healthy thing to do to be able to talk about different aspects of life and different ideas because a lot of people unfortunately they they feel insecure about the ideas and the uh, perspective they hold yeah all right, and um, I think hopefully in the future we'll be able to get different people and talk about different topics as well. Hopefully, um, yeah. and this is a good safe space as well as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, let's actually start the topic, which yeah. is why
1: God matters. Mm-hmm. Ahmed, take away. Take away. <laughs> no pressure. <yeah. laughs> no pressure, bro. Um, so what I want to do is first of all acknowledge that neither of us are scholars. Um, this is a I massive... talk for yourself mate i'm I'm a genius i don't know okay f- fair enough you're you're a philosopher in the making um by the <laughs> no so not by the time so, the 1000th episode comes, we're gonna be calling you uh, mullah Hadi <laughs> <laughs> uh no no, so yeah, Ahmed is correct uh,
0: we are not scholars, we're just two friends having a bit of banter and uh, just talking about different topics just these are just our opinions, and they may change over time as well as we develop our own ideas and uh, learn new things, so. But yeah, just yeah. don't take our word as law. Yeah,
1: especially the yeah. objective law. Well, we could, but <laughs> it's no, just about don't being, do it. Don't do it. Being honest <laughs> with yourselves.
0: Yeah, I mean, our aim for this channel and this podcast, as well, is just to get you guys to think deeper, research into the things that you may not have been interested in before. But mainly, mainly is just to think about things
1: um, in a deeper perspective. Exactly. And explore different ideas. Yeah, so this is a massive discussion to be had, and uh, you know yeah. the theologians and philosophers have dedicated volumes of books to this. And Thousands of years, exactly. Um, and if this podcast were the equivalent of a book, it would probably be like the first paragraph <laughs> of of one book in volumes. No, I would I would disagree. It really? wouldn't be one part of
0: the one paragraph in a in a chapter no or not even a volume or something i would say it's just the first word in the acknowledgement maybe. <laughs> you really don't
1: think well of us do you
0: <laughs> no it's not just that it's just that it's a very very large conversation to be had and a, yeah. a lot of different aspects and a lot of different ideas and concepts and um we're just not going to be able to simply cover all that yeah because number one we haven't learned everything number one number two um it's just such a vast ocean of knowledge and uh um, infinite ocean yeah yeah be, it would be would be be very 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 um how can i say impressive if we are able to get to a, a full on conclusion where everyone agrees on you know which is uh, probably difficult because um not everyone agrees on everything yeah i mean so... speaking
1: of people agreeing i don't think that's ever going to happen but uh, I don't think that's a criteria for truth because mm-hmm. um, there's different reasons why people don't agree. Um, it could be due to misunderstanding, which could be caused by their own lack of uh, research or someone has not explained things properly to them and hopefully yeah. we're not one of the reasons why people aren't understanding things. Yeah, but hopefully. on a more honest level, it um, the search for truth requires sincerity. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if we're not trying to be sincere within ourselves, then even if we disagree with someone, that doesn't mean that the truth is not knowable. That just means that we've chosen to be insincere. But yeah. hopefully we're sincere and people who are listening to this are sincere and we can have you know a good exchange of ideas that can help us all go closer to that truth.
0: Hopefully. hopefully. Um,
1: but now to answer the question itself, I'm going to give a conclusion because if I make mm-hmm. several points... I'm aware of the fact that people might not be able to link it together um, and then be in a state of confusion. So let's start with the conclusion and then work our way <laughs> backwards to go yeah. forwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it just <laughs> it makes our things a lot easier. Yeah. It? So, for a lot of people who believe in one God in the monotheistic sense, in that mm-hmm. there's a creator who is all powerful, all knowing, all wise, who is kind and loving. Uh, they believe in such a thing so that they have meaning and purpose in their lives. Now, they may not necessarily have uh, theological or philosophical reasons as to why they believe in such a thing. It may be just because innately they feel they feel that there's God and he's designed these things uh, and they find meaning in that. I'm not disagreeing with those things because I come from a worldview where, yes, I'm trying to find... Theological, philosophical, rational reasons to explain things, but my own mm-hmm. worldview doesn't limit uh, knowing God to those things. Right? However, I don't. Okay. I don't want my worldview to be limited to, or, or make people think that monotheism is just life plus God equals meaning. Rather, mm-hmm. I want to take it to something much deeper, which is: without God, there is no life, no reality, and no meaning and in order to understand that we have to understand certain principles that will help us to engage in the discussion of what god is and how we can know him
0: yeah yeah i mean that's a, that's a very very
1: impressive objective mate <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a lifelong one um yeah, yeah and this comes down to uh it's a question of someone could possibly ask well uh, why should I care about such a thing? You know, maybe I'm happy with my life. Um, I just want mm-hmm. to be a good human being and contribute to making the world a better place. What does God have to do with it? I would say that this is a person's worldview. A worldview, um, to define it simply, is a person's understanding of reality, who they are and what they're doing. Now... Yeah, a bit, in a yeah. nutshell,
0: someone... And their ideas. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. So what they think of stuff, and that's it. That's a worldview, really. Yeah.
1: Um, A person uh, may say that I don't necessarily believe in a certain category or religion or whatever, or they may just say I don't believe anything, right? But everyone has a worldview because that person, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're choosing to live. They have a reason to live, and they are performing certain acts based on certain beliefs. So a worldview is something which is not. Escapable it's impossible to escape that, right, yeah, and as human beings um we have an innate sense of curiosity that we have from when we're born till the day we die, mm-hmm. now, yeah, we're just inquisitive beings, yeah, since childhood people th- always i mean
0: just a baby grabs everything, tries and yeah. put it in the bath to see what it is about, yeah, um, so it's just within within our innate beings for us to ask questions, yeah, you know when kids get annoying and ask uh, why why uh, why is this what is this what yeah. you know yeah it's just within ourselves to ask questions and every human being goes through a phase where they're going to ask about supernatural beings and um the existence in general every human being goes through a phase like that yeah. where they're thinking okay why am i here what am i doing here um is there something that has created me
1: yeah so even though for me god is the key word but because we haven't reached, you know, the discussion of what God is and how we can understand Him, we're gonna mm-hmm. simplify a bit more. And for now the substitute keyword is gonna be meaning, right? Yeah. So what I would say is if you want to find meaning or live life in the most meaningful way possible, you must uh you must explore your sense of curiosity. Unfortunately, yeah. what's happened with a lot of us is that um, we spend the first 20 or 30 years of our lives learning for the sake of making money and having a good job, a good car, a good house. I'm not saying these things are wrong in and of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens is learning uh, is reduced to different subjects which aren't related to each other and they, they're just there to give us tangible things, Right. Mm. And then by the time you're 23, you're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to learn anymore, man. Um, unless, unless you see that learning gives you something tangible in your life, like more money or something. But yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, the um, it's no longer seen as I'm learning to discover what reality is, is who yeah. I am, why am I valuable, what is goodness and badness, what is, you know, my value. Because at the end of the day, as human beings. Most of us, we live as if we, our lives have value, as if we have well-being, as if there was mm-hmm. morality. Um, and as monotheists, uh, we don't disagree with these things. yeah. But yeah. we say that we can believe in these things consistently because our worldview allows us to do so. right? If someone's worldview uh, is not based in something objective then it becomes a question of on what basis do you have your understanding of why we should value our lives, what Mm -hmm. the reality of good and bad is, and why we should respect that, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, people have different ideas when it comes to having meaning in their life and what purpose gives it.
1: Yeah. Um, So again, it becomes a question of uh, how do we know these things? So in this day and age, uh, science has become so popular and mm-hmm. we're not taking a position against science. Science is amazing right now. Yeah. Well, what's actually interesting is since going into theology and philosophy, I've become more interested in science.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the, the thing is, before we actually move on to that, yeah. um, you've got to keep in mind, unfortunately, when it comes to philosophy and metaphysics, mm-hmm. um, it's been cast aside over time. If you yeah. look at the Greek uh, scholars, most of them, they, w- they weren't science, uh, scientists or anything. Uh, or m- they were all philosophers and metaphysicists. They were always e- exploring um, supernatural b- beings or our existence our the soul. And over time, because that wouldn't give them something materialistic, mm-hmm. a materialistic um, kind of result, people have been casting it aside and studying sciences more and more. Because it does give them a tangible um thing they could yeah. um make use of, you know? In in a in a in a how can I say physical way. For example, sciences without sciences, of course firstly I'm not I'm not against science, all right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> Neither am I. Si- science gave us the opportunity to, to record this podcast in the first place. Yeah. Um but at the same time it doesn't <clears throat> mean that it is um worth and worth more than other sciences, so to say,
1: or yeah. uh, subjects. I mean, just um, just to mention the scholars of uh, the past, especially the Greeks, um, <clears throat> it's not that they ignored other subjects. Um, rather, they studied maths, they studied biology, they studied physics, right? Um, yeah, but it wasn't the
0: actual yeah. highlight,
1: so to say. Of course. For them, philosophy was was the mother, if we can describe it, the mother of all sciences. is mm-hmm. the... Is your foundations because what, what you know? Because as I said, we live in a time of scientific uh, advancements. But one thing we've also realized is that oftentimes theories and understandings can change, right? And that's that's yeah. that's because um, you know it's, it's it's a realm of investigation of observation within the physical world, and mm-hmm. it does have thinking that accompanies it. But things can change, right? yeah yeah whereas the the traditional scholars and even now scholars who may be theologians uh who who are knowledgeable in physics biology or whatever um they still take philosophy to be the mother of all the sciences because it's through philosophy yeah. and the laws of philosophy which uh you know the laws of the mind and the laws of reality those are the things which science relies on those are the things which we rely on and not in our lives, which reality is based on, which gives us certainty rather mm-hmm. than probability, yeah, and yeah. that I yeah. think
0: that's what what it is when people study um, sciences and ignore philosophy and metaphysics. It's because they don't with physics and uh, sorry uh, with physics and sciences they get something straight away, you know. And unfortunately, human beings nowadays have also become this kind of um microwave generation do you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. when you put something and you want and you want an instant instant result yeah. for example we, we amazon prime and
1: amazon what instant was it called i don't amazon, amazon, now. Prime, and amazon prime now they're amazing yeah, i've amazon used prime them before <laughs> <laughs> sorry they're amazing i've used them before so you know yeah no we're, the not, thing we're, not, is, um, we're not
0: dissing. <laughs> no we're not dissing. but unfortunately you can see you can see that human beings now um live a way of life where they want instant results or instant things you know yeah that that sense
1: of patience and endurance is is not there anymore. yeah, I mean, I'm trying to become more disciplined and patient in my own life, so you know i yeah. can't I can't claim to be free from these things <laughs> um, <laughs> of course but yeah but um
0: that's that's simply simply why sciences is bigger than uh, metaphysics and uh philosophy.
1: So or, or what I would say is um, people have mistaken science with beliefs that science can explain everything, right? Because mm-hmm. if science is the investigation, observation of physical reality, mm-hmm. that is what we can hear, see, touch, taste, smell, right? That's just an mm-hmm. investigation and that's telling us what's there in the physical world. But to then say yeah. that this can explain to us, uh, for example why only science is valid, why, Mm -hmm. you know, we should value our existence, why there is morality, that Mm -hmm. itself is a philosophical position that's being added to science. Science is not there to tell you those things. You are making an argument, right? Mm -hmm. So when we're asking the question of why there's something rather than nothing, right, I was watching this uh, YouTube series the other day. It's very interesting. Um... It's about this guy who's trying to... He speaks with different people and in one of the episodes he's asking the question of can something come from nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So when, you know, in the in the field of physics and quantum physics, uh, if I'm correct, some have tried to say that uh, we can have something from nothing. But when you ask them, well, what is nothing? They'll say that's empty space or it's, you know, something to do with energy, Right. Yeah. So some it's sort it's, of it's energy. So that. But that's not nothing. <laughs> yeah. Philosophically, that's not no, that's not nothing. That's something, right? So that mm-hmm. nothing had laws in place, right? Which allowed it to do something, right? Yeah. So then it becomes yeah. a question of well, uh, where did the laws come from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that 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 doesn't uh, it doesn't answer as long as as long as you're discovering more laws, it becomes a question of well. Why is that law there in the first yeah. place? Yeah, that's one thing. Another thing is the question of, well, who are we as human beings? Who am I? You know, what gives mm-hmm. us value? Like, if we're purely using science to answer that question, um, we will say human beings are what type of animal. When we ask what animals are and what the properties are, um, we practically share the same properties as the rest of the universe so we're just made of made of atoms right so mm-hmm. if, if I'm just like a composition I'm just composed of like, me, like how, whatever number of atoms there are then who am I like if you take my arms and my legs away I'm still here right so yeah. Yeah. what is it that makes me right I have a consciousness I have an awareness of myself right but what is that thing what is it yeah is it? Is it am I, am I reducible to you know a an organ what am I, right?
0: Yeah, some people say, as you said, like an organ specific, for example, the I or, or me is the heart, you yeah. know. Some some say it's actually the soul. So
1: it depends on the worldview. Yeah, and um, scientific investigation uh, doesn't automatically mean that you take on a purely materialistic worldview. So for us to mm-hmm. say it's the soul, that's because we believe in an immaterial uh, realm. But what I'm saying yeah. is if you assume that everything is purely physical and that everything can be answered that way, you're left with asking the question of, where is it how does everything come to be? Uh, what, mm-hmm. who are we as human beings? right? What about even morality like people live as if there is good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. But you cannot uh, you can't then have an explanation of good and bad as a reality in and of themselves. So what the, what will happen is they 'll explain because uh, there's ontology and then there's epistemology to make that simple ontology refers to what is what exists, mm-hmm. and epistemology is how we know things right yeah, so within a, a worldview that only takes science to be reality morali- morality has no ontology in the sense of it 's not something which exists as a reality rather it 's just something that is abstracted from our biology. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is we have a sense of pleasure and pain and then based on that we make a decision to say, Okay, this gives me pleasure, this gives me pain, therefore this is good and this is bad. Right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the problem is then, what if someone else's pleasure is different to yours? How do you Yeah? How do you how do you what, if your morality is based on the pleasure and pain itself, how do you then disagree with someone? Because you don't have a moral obligation to follow your pleasure or your pain, or it could be Mm -hmm. different to someone else's, right? Now, an argument could be made, well, okay, your pleasure may be different to the pleasure of the society as a whole, or let's Mm -hmm. just say, if we said there's seven billion human beings, and one of them is the one that disagrees, yeah? The the six point whatever other billion, yeah? They can say Mm -hmm. we've chosen to live our lives in a certain way, but because again, the morality doesn't have a foundation, right? One is challenged, yeah. Even if they want to say, Yeah, you have your own understanding of pleasure, but for the sake of our complete pleasure, you have to sacrifice yours. But the person will bring an intellectual argument and say, On what basis? Wash, well, mm. give me a reason that I should value myself, I should care about myself for you. And they can't. Yeah. So what do you do then? Mm. So This goes to show that there are so many uh, problems with reducing uh, our worldview, our understanding of reality with assumptions of that there is human value, there is an us, there is a purpose to science. Mm. Maybe there's even more reasons, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. So yeah, uh, Hassan, I was wondering, uh, what are your thoughts and my thoughts?
0: Well, that's the thing, Um, because we're both monotheists, you know? um it's difficult to disagree so to say um because firstly i mean when it comes to these things i agree with them you know um worldview subjectivity and these kind of things i i agree with it all um yeah. but it's important for me i don't know whether it's just me or generally as or a or more or something um is that for me i still do respect everyone else's opinion you know yeah. Um, as much as somet- sometimes it hurts me, <laughs> you know, like, no, you're so wrong, you're so wrong. But I still yeah. have this value of um, respect when it comes to different opinions and different worldviews.
1: Of course, we're not trying to go around and uh, force people to accept our opinions or uh, be rude to them or anything. Mm. We're just trying to share our perspective. And yeah. as far as we understand, our our perspective is... Rooted in some sort of objectivity, and that's important for yeah, us, yeah. because without objectivity, then all the other assumptions of why what makes life meaningful and what we're yearning for, it it all comes into question and goes out the window, and we don't want that.
0: The thing is, I I do want to ask:
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Does God, so to say, yeah, or this infinite being, mm-hmm. right? Um, do you think that? With different religions, for example yeah, does he hold a different pers- a purpose for them for each religion? Of course, I understand that there are a lot yeah. of differences when it comes to God and, the, and yeah. his existence with that within that worldview and that un- uh, that religion, you know yeah but I don't know, but I've, I have this feeling where every religion shares this kind of um, understanding for God's purpose and God's um, yeah. importance in the, in those really in, in each worldview.
1: Of course, Um, so the reason I've been specifically using the word monotheism, because that has a certain Mm -hmm. understanding of what God is, in that we believe God is uh, uncreated, so the question Mm -hmm. of, it it no longer becomes a question of, well, where did God come from, because we're saying that there's a first cause, and it's impossible, logically, not to have a first cause, and we're also saying that God uh, has no dependence on anything else, because it, Again, it's the first cause, and it exi- it it exists necessarily, and it has other qualities such as being all powerful, all knowing, all wise. It's the source of goodness, uh, mm-hmm. of love, and it's a personal god. So it's not just a god that uh, creates the universe and then leaves. That that itself is problematic. But it's mm-hmm. true what you're saying. Um, the the reason um, I wasn't actually planning to go into the differences. Between the different faiths, but yeah, sure. I don't want at the same time. I don't want to act as if there's only one understanding. That's that's not yeah. something which I feel is genuine. I'm I'm glad you've brought it up because um, mm-hmm. even as Muslims, uh, we don't all share the same theology. We do all agree that God exists and he has certain qualities, right? Mm-hmm. But even then, there's massive discussions that happen uh, within the different schools of theology, right? Yeah, and yeah. even more so for the other religions which are monotheistic in nature, whether it's the Mm -hmm. Abrahamic ones, such as uh, Christianity, uh, Judaism, uh, other monotheistic uh, faiths, such as uh, Sikhism. Mm -hmm. And depending on how you look at it, uh, uh, Hinduism, right? Because they believe in God and incarnations and stuff. But Mm -hmm. um, I was just trying to approach it from a... uh, to some extent a universally accepted understanding in in that saying that there is a first cause mm-hmm. that uh, in its essence has no cause or dependence on anything else and has these qualities yeah. um yeah. but yeah I'm, we can't pretend that there's there's not massive differences between us from mm-hmm. yeah the from, thing
0: is yeah, um we do want to move on yeah. right and try and uh, explain why god matters to us at yeah. least right because again these are all opinions yeah um the thing is at the same at the same time of what we all said and it, sometimes it just com- comes down to simply god's relevancy so to say mm-hmm. if there <laughs> if there's such a thing you know yeah um god is relevant to a certain extent for a simple fact that we are still discussing about his existence and his purpose um, in the 21st century. Yeah. So if even if we, if people disagree that God exists and stuff like that, it's still relevant. Mm-hmm. It's still relevant and it still matters yeah. because we simply still don't have an, an answer to
1: his existence and why he exists. I mean, we do have answers. Um, it's just a matter of... But a universal answer? Well depends this depends on um what you mean by universal like again is it a question of this if does everyone have to agree on something to be true for it to be true it, it, no it,
0: no i mean uh for example yeah him being relevant in the twenty first century yeah is simply because we like throughout every day we still hmm. uh, we come up with new ways to prove his existence and people yeah. come up also with new ways to refute his existence so for the simple fact that it's still being talked about, yeah, it's still relevant.
1: So this it is still actually, matters. This is something. Um, I don't want to get too philosophical and abstract, but uh, you did bring something to mind, and that is uh, when you're saying the whole, the whole proving this proof thing. Um, it's important to understand that um, even though, like for example, people have made new scientific discoveries, and you know, uh, we understand new. Ideas, these are because we have, uh, it's not that we're discovering when we're thinking of ideas and points to make, it's not that we're discovering new laws. Rather, we're using our minds, which has objective laws, such as the laws of causality, uh, Mm -hmm. the laws of non contradiction, and trying to use that and refine it to come to a conclusion, right? So it doesn't mean that um, just because someone may have thought of something uh, different that that means there's a new uh, there's a new law it's still using the same laws of logic it's just trying to figure out well what is it that makes the most sense
0: yeah no the thing is um, what I mean by that was that every day we're using those sets of laws Mm -hmm. right the um, for example law of of non-contradiction yeah and uh, you know these kind of these kind of stuff but every day we, we keep on developing those ideas we keep on improving on them yeah. you know whether it's for um as in proving his existence or refuting it yeah it's still being developed right and that is a simple simple answer towards the question of whether he matters mm. right whether god matters um, if we look at it a at surface level that is the answer that like, he matters because we're still talking about it yeah you know that is surface level answer but for us because we are inquisitive Right, yeah. and we are people of uh trying to reach some sort of deeper understanding,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, right, what, so when it comes to uh, again, um, I even if there's someone who's an atheist, um, as long as they're sincere and they're trying to find the truth, um, I'm not against that, right? Mm-hmm. But based on um, the arguments that have been put forth by atheists, I often feel that. There's a massive misunderstanding, even within people who follow uh, monotheistic faiths, of what mm-hmm. uh, God is and how you prove it. Right? Because, as I said earlier, specifically, God is important because he is he. Without him, there would be no reality, and there would be no meaning. Right? Yeah. So it's not like I'm saying that you know, maybe tomorrow God won't exist and I'm going to exist. No. That's an impossibility, because yeah. how how can I accept that things which are dependent in their nature can exist? Yeah, whereas something which is not dependent uh, can't exist. Mm-hmm. Like some, someone could try and um, come and bring the argument: well, reality just exists and that's it." But that's not an argument. That doesn't it doesn't explain how reality is. As long as that would have been
0: such a simple life. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's not how things are. Yeah. Right. So to say that, oh uh, maybe we should just think accept things as how they are, that's not an explanation. That's just sidestepping it, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact of the matter is, um when things are dependent in their nature, when they when we're asking why is there something rather than nothing, and we're seeing changes occur, and changes require a cause, right? This mm-hmm. this shows us dependency. And when something is dependent in its nature, That means it can't be explained by something else which is dependent and then this is just how it is. By definition, Mm. there must be something which is independent, right? To put it simply, Mm. right? This is something which is often misunderstood um, because people may think of God as this being who uh, operates within the universe, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's just another uh, item, but no we're not saying he's another item we're saying he's the one that he transcends the universe and everything else he creates in the sense of every, as we said everything else has a limitation where he is infinite yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: and not only that but he's he's the thing that sustains everything he's the source of everything right yeah so that's one that's one way of understanding perhaps um what's more difficult to deal with now and now we have to be honest about this is the issue of uh, evil and suffering right and mm-hmm. for a lot of people they're like how can i how can i believe in a creator who loves us who cares for us and yeah i see all this evil and suffering yeah uh, it's
0: considered the um argument of evil right yeah so for those of you who don't know it is simply put um, the argument is that if a God who is all-wise, all-powerful and all-loving exists, then how can evil exist? Because yeah. if he's all-loving, then he wouldn't want his creation to suffer. If he is all-powerful, he'd have the means to do, uh, to allow us not to suffer. Mm. And if he's all-wise, he'd have the means to know how not to allow us to suffer. Yeah. So keep that in mind when we talk about the law, yeah. um, not the law, sorry, the argument of evil, then um, this is this is the
1: I mean it's not easy to deal with and the problem of evil you know as we said everything we're discussing in this podcast could have it you know various multiple episodes including this because it's such a a huge thing one thing so the first thing I will say about this is that there is a lot of unnecessary suffering that's happening in this world right Uh, Mm -hmm. this world could be in a much better place if uh, if people were actually more caring towards each other like for example they say the one percent of human beings have like what 90 percent of the of all the wealth or yeah, something like that yeah. like oh my god if, if 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 wealth was distributed equally and justly yeah everyone we, would be rich yeah everyone would be rich yeah but not even like before we even get to, to everyone would be rich yeah you wouldn't have poverty man because everyone yeah. would be able to uh live their lives without worrying about uh their health, where their next mm-hmm. meal's gonna come from uh their children. We'd be able to yeah. deal with uh diseases in such a better way and mm. if if there are illnesses that remain, we have a much easier way of dealing with them because that's because really the answer towards um
0: the argument of evil when it comes to these kind of stuff like okay, if God does love me and stuff then why why am I um going through financial issues. Yeah. Now keep in mind there are countries like America and the UK, right, yeah. who are not actually doing their best to actually try and help countries like um, that are in po- beneath poverty line, right? Yeah. For example, um Africa, okay? They're still they're still um trying to figure out how to get water for in some some of the places, yeah. right? Most of the places actually. They're still just trying to get water, and that is something that is Widely available within these kind of developed countries, you know, and unfortunately it comes down to these kind of these kind of people who are governing those kind of countries to actually do their part. Yeah, because God has uh, God. If we believe in God, right. God has put, I mean, a lot of bounties and uh, blessings upon this upon this world. Right. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And there are a lot of resources and a lot of wealth if it's distributed
1: properly. I mean, we're living in London, right? So let's yeah. talk about home. Um, yeah. How many people live under the poverty line? In London, right? In London specifically,
0: that, I mean, uh, loads of communities. Like for us, I just keeping, like recently, yeah. Grenfell, right? Mm-hmm. So many people died because of a simple thing that wasn't fixed, right? Yeah. And then afterwards, how many of those people who were left on the street because of that fire w- did, did actually receive some... Um, compensation or some care yeah. or housing mm-hmm. not many
1: exactly not it, many exactly and this is, is, is a terrible tragedy and something even more recent which is affecting us worldwide the coronavirus and if we're looking at exactly how much the nhs the nhs which is you know we can call them the the, the foundation of our health and well-being in the in the uk and how mm-hmm. much you know how much they're lacking resources and exactly, if it I was... mean,
0: for example, yeah. ventilators. Exactly, yeah. You know, ju- the health secretary, he refused um, ventilators that were developed, okay, that were actually create um, made for specifically for people with coronavirus. So the ventilators last for a few hours, okay? Mm. Yeah. And he refused those because they last a few hours, which is most of the coronavirus cases, yeah. okay? He, he, he said that um, his... Reasoning was that we needed ventilators which are a bit more powerful that last uh, not for a few hours but yeah. last for a few days. Okay, yeah. and that that is such a stupid thing. I mean, of course, most of the coronaviruses they need the ventilators for a few hours just to save their life. Okay, mm. yeah, and it's just people bec- like that that are <laughs> that, that's that, who are the
1: reason why they're suffering yeah. on this earth. I mean, even the reason why we're making this podcast, like. We're talking about this because, in a way, um, not only are we trying to uh, have a creative uh, expression, like a platform for our creative expression, but also Mm -hmm. we're trying to help other people find themselves and reduce their suffering, you know, have some meaning in their lives that actually has some foundation to it, right? So Mm -hmm. a part of it is the human responsibility to reduce suffering. But again, someone could come and say, okay, we want to reduce suffering, but why is there suffering? Why, why is there evil and suffering allowed in the first place? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, it's a massive discussion, but I'll try to give a few points, my perspective, mm-hmm. and how I've reflected on things. Number one, when I acknowledge there is you know, good, evil, and suffering, yeah, this has to be part of my worldview. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I say there is good, there is bad, uh, there is suffering. I'm saying that our lives as human beings are meaningful. Mm -hmm. That we should be doing, we ought to be doing X. You know, we should be living in a certain way. Um, We should, whatever, in that direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But does your worldview itself support that? If not, then what is the reality of evil and suffering? I'm not saying that um, there is no such thing as evil actions or suffering. Right, I'm just saying, what is the reality of such a thing? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 number one. Number two, it goes back to understanding what God is and His qualities. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you may have someone you have you may have the the Muslim, the Christian, whoever who is trying to go closer to God, but he's like God, I don't really get why you're doing this. You may have the person who's a deist who says, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what, uh, I believe in the Creator, but this Creator has left us. And we're just here doing whatever we want to do, and whatever. Then you may have the agnostic, which is that like, I don't really know. Could be, can't be, but this is then. Then you have the atheist, right? So there's various positions which are taken when it comes to the problem of evil and suffering, right? Yeah. And it's important to understand the um, the qualities of God, right? Because we've said he's all knowing and all powerful, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the question is, okay, well, okay, we say he's, he knows everything and he can do everything, but has he done everything in the best way possible? That's mm-hmm. the question, yeah? What I would say is that I conclude that at this point in my life, I I believe that God is all wise as well. Why? Because if I go back to my previous definition and saying that he is... Uh, God is perfect in the she sense back to you. my previous definition of saying that God mm-hmm. is without cause, without dependence, that he's he he transcends limitations. Right? Mm-hmm. Then that would hold that he not only has he has does he have the ability to do to know everything and do everything, but he'll do it in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Because think about this: when we're talking about evil in human actions, at least, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does evil occur? Because that person is trying to gain something. They intend to hurt someone. They're lacking mm-hmm. knowledge. They're, lack, they're lacking power. Yeah, none mm-hmm. of these things can be given to. They cannot. They cannot be attributed to God. Yeah, exactly. So all we can say is that whatever God does, yeah, it's not because he's lacking something or he, he wants to uh, gain something. Because that that would contradict the definition of what god is yeah so yeah. that's one perspective the other perspective of okay we're trying to reduce the suffering we have this understanding of god mm-hmm. it comes to well what is the reality of this world we live in because if we're saying that um this world should be in a certain way yeah that's not perfect what mm-hmm. we're arguing is that this world should be in a certain way this is the purpose but based on what do you know what i mean like i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not saying that to be rude to anyone but i'm saying if you're going to say that because from one perspective we will say yes from a monotheistic perspective we say that this physical world um uh, there are other realms higher which we which we hopefully will go into at, at this, mm-hmm. after death or even we may even uh know them if we, if you yeah. know, we develop a spiritual connection with God, yeah, which are higher than this, and that itself is another discussion and one, in all honesty, that I'm trying to understand, yeah, yeah. But if we say, okay, this world is not the highest of realms, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's limited from that perspective. But it doesn't mean that just because it's limited from that perspective, that it's imperfect. Like imagine, okay. for example. Uh, um, again, like the phone I'm using, yeah? Mm-hmm. For me to say the phone is perfect or imperfect uh, depends on why I want to use the phone or the, or the purpose of the phone, yeah? Exactly. If if I know this is what the phone's meant to do and it does it well, I'm not saying, I won't say it's perfect because it's, it's, it's not a perfect analogy, but I'll say it's, it's doing its job. So likewise, mm-hmm. when it comes to saying that this isn't the best of all possible worlds, it becomes a question of, okay, I've understood that God doesn't do anything wrong. yeah. But it becomes Mm -hmm. a question of why are we here? What are we trying to achieve that couldn't have been achieved right? in any other way? Without God's existence. Because, for example, we say, because I had the question um, for years that if God is all-powerful, couldn't he have just put us in heaven in the first place? Yeah. Mm. God can create creatures and put them in heaven, right, but will those things ever those creatures wherever they are, even if you want to call them human beings, just put a label on them, mm-hmm. will they ever yeah. be the same thing as what we are we are mm. we are creatures who are a mix of desire and intellect, mm-hmm. not saying that either one of them is uh that clashes with each other, yeah. But we have, we've been given this ability to choose, right? Mm. And it's one thing I'm still trying to understand that like the reality of the human being, how within our worldview, what, what, what separates us, for example. Because, you know, in our traditions, it says that uh, there's like, for example, angels, there's animals, there's human beings. Mm-hmm. And this is, for example, the angels are purely intellect. The animals are, uh, they follow instinct and desire. And the human being is a combination of both. Right? Yeah. So if we're saying that God is all powerful, all knowing, all wise, and he does the best of things, right, mm-hmm. and everything he's doing has a reason for it, yeah, which is in, which that reason is in our benefit. Because let's put it this way. Um, oftentimes it, it could be hard to think of God in a loving way, right? And what I see within other human beings is that I see love Compassion, kindness, mercy, knowledge, wisdom. I see uh, altruism, being selfless, Mm -hmm. right? Where they're willing to put their own lives at risk or in danger for the sake of helping others and without getting anything from it. If that's what Mm -hmm. a human being can do, what about the creator of all human beings who has no limitations or anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, uh, God creates and he creates things in the best way possible. And a possible way of looking at it is that our creation as human beings, um, from our worldview, is that we have the highest of uh, potentials compared to everything else, right? Mm. What that means, yeah. again, it requires its own discussion. I'm trying to understand it more. But I'm just mm. trying to uh, put things into perspective at least so we have more energy to understand these things ourselves and hopefully for other people to uh Become more interested in it. Mm -hmm. That is a very
0: good point to end this discussion on. Yeah, Um, (laughs) we've been rambling on and on. uh, So we do hope you enjoyed this episode. I mean, it's it's a a good Um, thing
1: that I gave the conclusion at first; otherwise, people will be like, "Yeah, what's the point?" (laughs) Exactly. Well, as you're saying,
0: if you did enjoy, then make sure you leave it a good rating. Right. Five stars, we don't accept anything else. Five stars, (laughs) like it everywhere. Um, Share it with your family and friends. Maybe listen to it together during lockdown. Um, Please do give us feedback. Yeah, give us feedback. Comment down your your thoughts uh, so we can improve this podcast and as well learn from your perspective in terms of the arguments. Again, um, thank you for tuning in to Think Life Podcast. I've been Hassan Hadi.
1: And I've been Ahmed Badri. (laughs)
0: join us next time and subscribe so you un- so you know when we're uploading